2: I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Salaya Moson.
4: And I'm David Gurra. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. A very, very standard Super Bowl week is continuing. Now, we're past hump day. We're past hump day, so we're in the home stretch. The home stretch. It's time to party. Now, I, I, my favorite part of Super Bowl week, well, there's, there's a couple of parts that I like. Uh, the radio row, it's called radio row, which is the, the media work center where these guys come in just completely whoring themselves out. Uh, and I've noticed now this year, and I don't remember this as much in past years. I, maybe it's been going on. Maybe it's not. But this year, more than ever, completely. Total NASCARism has infected the the radio row portion of the festivities. The the Super Bowl Media Center now these guys come in and they might. It might as well be you know the old Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maybe it is. He's like an advisor. He's not racing anymore, right? He retired. Right? He's done. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maybe he's now the advisor to these former NFL players, even active NFL players. So I was in the the Mallor Mansion, deep in the in the man cave, which is the office there, uh, you know, looking at some stuff, getting ready for the show. And the state-run NFL Network was on. And these guys are getting up there, and they're just completely whoring themselves out. It was great. Deshaun Watson, it was so bad with Deshaun Watson, the Texans quarterback, that I had to take a picture. I couldn't help myself. He comes out there, he's got the deodorant T-shirt, and he's got the stick of deodorant in front of him. <laughs> so I I, I always thought like when you're a little kid, you're like, I want to grow up and be the star quarterback that's interviewed on television and have a stick of deodorant in front of me so all my friends can see this one. How much do you think you got paid for that? I am I I don't know. I'm just I'm curious. I have questions. I want to know answers. Alright, but as far as the Super Bowl game itself, and I've been double dipping moonlighting most of the week on Boston radio. And so then, you know, talking mainly about the game. And I have noticed with my copious amounts of research to get ready for these different radio shows that I've been doing, I have I've noticed that one thing is true that the, the mainstream football media, the, the guys that go to these uh, Super Bowls every year, and it's the same regular faces there, they're bored. Right, they they uh, they've got this complacency. I don't even know if that's the right word, but they they they're really upset with the Patriots being there, and they're desperately trying, desperately trying to prop up the Philadelphia Eagles. And maybe it's me here, and I want to talk about this because I've seen a lot of these wonderful think pieces about the Philadelphia Eagles and how they are loaded in every area; they're more talented. Uh, they've had injuries themselves, and they've overcome those injuries. You know, next man up, all those cliches when players get hurt. I've seen all of that, and yet I'm not a believer. I don't buy the Philadelphia Eagles. The question is, are you buying the Philadelphia Eagles? I think I'm in the minority on this. Now, I, I got told by a guy on Twitter that I've been I've been brainwashed since I've crossed over to doing a little moonlighting on Boston Radio that I've lost my way here. But I am not indulging in the hyperbole around the Philadelphia Eagles. I I, I can't. Uh, and I, I look at the game, we'll, we'll have Benny versus the Penny tomorrow. It's kind of obvious which way I'm leaning here. Uh, but I look at Nick Foles and I cannot take the little amount of money, the chicken feed I've made from radio a, and put that on Nick Foles in the Super Bowl. Now, you can talk about prop bets, and you can talk about different ways to spend your money if you're a gambler. But I am paralyzed at the thought of trusting Nick Foles to make plays in what, even if it's a close game, I mean, most of these Super Bowls, we're in a good run. We're in a really good run, right? This, this era of the Super Bowl, it's not like if you're an old fart and you remember when the, the Super Bowl every year was a 35-point blowout and the, the you know whatever team the 49ers would put up double nickels in the super bowl but i can come up if if i have a column uh you know on a piece of paper and i'm like people actually write on a piece of paper but if i were to write in one side of the column and say well here are the reasons that the patriots are going to win and here are the reasons that the philadelphia eagles are going to win uh, you know that you could come up with different scenarios, but if I were to take another, if I if I took buckets out, right? Because everyone loves buckets, and I I said I got to fill a bucket. H- here are the reasons the Patriots are going to lose, and here are the reasons that the Eagles are going to lose. I will have a bucket full of reasons Philadelphia is going to lose, and most of them circle around Nick Foles. And I I, I get, I'm trying to to figure out. I, I realize he played well against the Vikings. He's had roughly two good games in the past four years, uh, and people seem to forget that. They think that this is just going to become the new normal and that the Eagles have found this gold mine. I I don't see it. I I don't see it. I see the Patriots coming out and creating a case of a lack of confidence in Nick Foles, and I don't believe in momentum. I am not a guy about momentum. I don't believe in that. Uh, but I am someone that believes if you are lacking in confidence, that you are you are then going to make more inappropriate decisions, right? You're gonna you're gonna mess up, and you will have a second rate performance. The only w- way that the Philadelphia Eagles can win the Super Bowl is if Nick Foles is good, right? If he's average, they're not winning. He's gonna have to be good. Uh, outside of Tom Brady getting hurt or the, the just the the you know, multiple turnover game, which you cannot handicap for. If Nick Foles is a low grade quarterback, which I believe he will be, I think he'll, you know, dink and dunk. He might complete a lot of passes, but they won't be for many yards. And if, if he's disheveled early in the game, eh, then go the other way. You go with the you go with the Patriots. All right. Now meanwhile, this Rob Gronkowski story about his status, this is classic gamesmanship by the New England Patriots. Now, Gronkowski was on the practice field, but Gronk did not practice fully because he's still in the concussion protocol, and the Patriots are desperately trying to let everyone know. They want you to know. They want me to know. They want everybody to know that Gronkowski has not been cleared yet, and there's a chance, there's a shot that, you know, just maybe, maybe he will not play. Now, my question is: Is you know, I was looking at some of the, the different uh, outlooks on this, and there's some people who think, well, Gronk will play, but he won't be an, a dominant force. He's not going to be the central figure for the Patriots in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia because of the fact that he's, you know, it's messed up. You know, he's got the concussion. He's not right. He hasn't really practiced that much. Uh, really intense practices, and so therefore, he'll play, but he'll be like a decoy. Uh, now, do I think that's going to happen? No, I, I think he will be a – if you're going to play Gronkowski, you're going to play him, and the Patriots are going to go to him. I don't care if he was limited in a Wednesday practice. Uh, he is going to be a central figure in all of this. Uh, otherwise, don't even bother playing him. All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. The Ben Maller Show on Fox. On Fox, we'll take your phone calls if you would like to be part of Give us a buzz. The number eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. It's 6369 nine nine six six three six nine. We're also available on Twitter. We're on Twitter, and that's at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the show. I learned a valuable lesson, uh, and uh, we'll bring in Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Garcia. Garcia. What lesson did you learn, Ben? Well, thanks for asking it. Yeah, thanks for asking. I learned that our friends that listen in Kansas City, we have a lot of listeners in Kansas City on 610 Sports. Every one of them, every man, woman, and child is an expert at the Washington Redskins secondary. That's what I've learned. Really? Yes, I had no idea these people were so knowledgeable about the Redskins living in the you know in the heartland. In that Kansas is a City. surprise.
6: But they're very proficient. No, it's not like and they're a division opponent or no, something.
5: No, but they were. I was reminded by these savvy Chiefs fans how talented, how talented this defensive back Kendall Fuller is that they got in the Alex Smith trade. Every one of them. I'm t- I Who? am not kidding here, Eddie. Every single one of these deep thinkers here. Uh, was telling me how stupid I was, and these intellectual football fans were describing all these statistics and how great, basically questioning my integrity as a human being. And I, I must admit, Eddie, I've seen the light. I I, I now look to my
6: chief fans to Are you, find... you changing your grade that you're giving this uh, trade? Yes, I'm no. giving
5: it an F now. <laughs> I've I've gone from wow. a D-plus to an F because they've annoyed me. So I hope... This trade blows up in their face. Now it can blow up for these these uh, geniuses. All right, this Patrick Mahomes, who's the new quarterback in Kansas City, yeah. who they think is going to be a phenom. They hope. I now I'm going to pull against him. I'm now. I hope he sucks. I hope he is garbage. All right, because that's it's a, little, of, it's a little strong. Well, for this trade to work out, Eddie, because all these Chiefs fans have it all figured out. Right? They're all you know these these wonderful people here. Garbage. Uh, you need. The guy replacing Alex Smith to be good. They, they that were, would be, uh, uh, yes, yes, a major right? factor
6: in, them work, in this I, trade working I would out. I think yeah.
5: that's part of it, and uh, so they're very annoying, but that's fine. That's fine. I did, I did talk to my friend, uh, Mr. Fesco, the morning guy in Kansas City. Yeah, what did East. he say? Well, he told me, he said they became experts on the Redskins the moment the trade was completed. <laughs> at that moment, before that, they were not, but that right at the moment... The excitement was in the air everywhere, and the Redskins and Chiefs had pulled off the trade. Suddenly, at that point, these people decided they wanted to evangelize about how great the Redskins' defensive back was. So,
6: there you go. I heard uh, one of the Redskins' players went on a Twitter rant, uh, angry oh, really? that his uh, teammate was traded away with a swear engine. Did you hear Not about in- that? No, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't see that. Yeah, one of the Redskins players. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think it's a safety for him. Yeah. Uh, well, he since has deleted the tweets. I'm would sure you go? He'll... Would you go on a rant for me if I if I was traded
5: to another radio station? Would you go on a rant? say, if, if, Oh, I'm so upset by this. Absolutely. You would, right? Sure. I mean you, you know, of course. Sure. Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Danny G would do that. Well, it depends who would... on who who replaced you, I guess. Maybe, but uh well, soup big can of soup last time they got here, it was a big soup Oh, well, that
6: was uh no, no that was a bad movie quality programming uh, that was a bad movie. no one listened to it but it was good programming yeah. you know cheap, hey, hey know ben that. before what? we go any further yes. we have to give congratulations to our own Danny G radio who became a father yes congratulations danny, danny. Uh,
5: i'll get you some cigars there congratulations yeah. danny and uh you i, I like the the, uh, the message that you sent out danny <laughs> was to uh, you, and, and you've been in radio a long time like yeah. i have And we both kind of grew up with the same philosophy on radio. We love the people that listen to the show, but there's something that we know. When people call up and tell you that they know something, what's the lesson that you share with all of us? Yeah, when somebody says, I'm an expert
7: from New Orleans, they're probably not an expert from New Orleans, because we got a call during yesterday's show from somebody saying, oh, it's a choking hazard. They no longer put... The little plastic baby inside the the king cake. Well,
5: well, just to get you up to speed, if you're new to the show and you weren't listening yesterday, our friend Barbara, lovely Barbara in New Orleans, what a great person she is. She hooked us up with this traditional king cake, this wonderful New Orleans king cake. For Mardi Gras. For Mardi Gras. And so we had it. It was just marvelous. It was one of the greatest things I've ever eaten. It was just marvelous. And so we we had so much extra because it was so dense and sugary and delicious that we all took some home. And but the the gimmick is in this king cake that there's a little toy like baby in the cake, and when we we opened the cake yesterday, we didn't. It, yeah, it seemed like it wasn't there, and so people told us it wasn't.
7: Whoever gets it in their slice of cake, the legend goes, they're the uh, the king of the universe. Yeah. But they also have to buy cake for the party the next time. Yeah.
5: Well, it's part. So, it's the rules. Yeah. It's the rules of engagement.
6: You know, when you eat the king cake, <laughs>
5: that if you pull the short straw or the little baby,
6: you've got to yeah. then do it. Now, when I left yesterday, there was uh, a slice left, and I, I asked uh, Coop and Danny, were they going to take any home? Coop said no. Believe it or he not, had five. Yeah, while he had. Here. Yeah, he had so much <laughs> he was sick, and so I cut it in half, and uh, no. I took half, and Danny took the other half, and. Went home. I gave it to my uh, my lovely wife Karen, and she uh, had it with her coffee in the morning. Said it was delicious. Wonderful. Wanted me to thank Barbara. Yeah. Uh, but I told her I guess we didn't get a we didn't get the baby because there was only two slices left, and yeah. it's either Danny or nobody or no baby. And my wife was upset she didn't get the baby, but then later in the day we found out it was Danny who actually yeah. got the baby. See,
7: normally I would have shared my extra slice with my you know my slice at home, but she wasn't around. So at lunch I'm like, yeah, yeah. Let me let me uh. See if it's still as sugary as last night. <laughs> so,
6: <I> what <wonder laughs> if it still tastes good? Yeah. Oh yeah, it does. Let me so, keep eating it.
7: So, but uh, at work here, I used a, a fork and a knife. At home, I was like, let me just be an animal. So I picked it up by hand and shoved it in my mouth. And as I bit down, I was like, wow, this must be a hard
5: edge
6: of the. Yeah. Uh, and when then were chewing on a baby. Well, that's that's went, where went, Barbara- the head of the baby
5: was in my teeth. No, that's where Barbara hid the knife to get us out of jail. <laughs> so, you know,
6: yeah. Yeah, so
7: I, it was like, you know, when you, when you pull a little chicken bone out sometimes, I pulled a little plastic baby
5: out. All right, well, there you, and you didn't bring it in, though. The baby's No, the first re- thing Ben asked me yeah.
7: when he saw me, I'm already proven to be a bad father because uh, when Ben saw me in the hallway, he's like, did you bring the baby? Let me see it. Yeah, I wanted to hold the baby. I, <laughs> I did set him aside because yeah. I, I thought about bringing him in, but I left him on the kitchen table.
6: Now, do we have yeah. a name for the baby?
7: Uh, No. No, we should name. I've never yet? been in this position before. Now,
5: did, is the baby uh, going to be uh, clipped? You know, you to clip the baby. You know, <laughs> take care of that. You know, Many decisions. To yeah, done, there's a lot. Of, I mean, your father. There's a lot of things. Maybe that go we can into get a poll. Uh, who's going who's gonna, to who's gonna, what? The name of the baby? Well, who's going to babysit the baby too? You know, who's going to keep an eye on the baby? There's a lot of things that go into this. Year. You you gotta you gotta plan this stuff out.
7: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller
5: Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. On Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. And uh, there it is. There, looky, looky here. Look what we have. Uh, we have a wonderfully delicious story about LeBron James. Because everyone's fascinated about the Cavaliers. They're a hot mess. And what is going to happen to LeBron James? He's not going to stay in Cleveland, right? He's going somewhere else as a free agent after the NBA season. Well, a team has popped up on the radar. It is being reported in the late night hours here that the team, a Western Conference team, could set themselves up to acquire LeBron James in the offseason. Is it the Lakers? No. Is it the Clippers? No. Is it the Rockets? No. Uh, Who else? Where is he going to get? Sacramento? No. Not Sacramento. New Orleans? No. Uh, That team, the Golden State Warriors. Oh, my God, the Golden State Warriors. They got all the good players. They got all the good players already. Calm down. All right, so the the story here as we're reading it uh, is that uh, the the Warriors are in position, if they choose, to go down LeBron James Highway. Uh, But the story does not come from Woj. It's not a Woj bomb. This is not a Woj bomb. Uh, But the the story, uh, quoting people close to LeBron James in his, don't be offended, LeBron, in his posse, uh, say that LeBron LeBron would listen if Golden State explored ways to clear the salary cap space. Uh, Now, there's a couple ways you can look at this. You can look at it as just a weather balloon, a trial balloon, throwing it out there as a possibility, trying to send a message. To the Golden State Warrior front office, say, uh, you know, LeBron, he's here. He'd be willing to go play for you. You want LeBron? You can get him. You can get the LeBron prize. The story has a bunch of uh, weasel words, but words like "if" and uh, they they couch it by saying, "Well, there's no indication." You know, there's a lot of hypotheticals here. Uh, LeBron James, he's got a player option, which he will likely say goodbye to. I don't want that, which is thirty-five million dollars. That LeBron will supposedly be uh, walking away from, which is fine because he'll get more money. So let's discuss here. And again, the the rumor, breaking in the overnight hours here, that the uh, Warriors, uh, this is from LeBron's people, that LeBron would listen. That is also weasel terminology. But let's get into it here. What are the chances that LeBron James will end up with the Golden State Warriors? Now, I'm going to set the odds. As you know, not only am I a gas bag when everyone's sleeping, uh, not only do I have that skill, but I also have the ability to be an odds maker. I can be the bookie. I'll be the book. Uh, I will set the odds on this at 10%. I will go 10% chance LeBron James ends up in Golden State. I think I'm going high on that. I believe I'll tell you why I'm going high uh, in a moment. My thoughts are you've got low-hanging fruit the safe landing spot, and the golden years. You got those three things. And I will link them all together for you in a glorious, glorious package. Now, number one, let me tell you right now, I blame the Philadelphia Eagles. I blame Nick Foles. I blame the New England Patriots. I blame Tom Brady. I blame Bill Belichick. I blame them for this story. You know why I blame them for this story? Because they have provided us nothing right? It's Super Bowl week. This is not the kind of story that typically just gets tossed out there into the echo chamber Super Bowl week. But in terms of things to discuss, talking points, the Philadelphia Eagles and the Patriots have failed, right? They've absolutely failed. When in doubt, what do you do? At certain operations, you spin the bottle and you throw a LeBron James story out. That's what you do. Right? It's it's called creative writing. Now, as I mentioned, uh, I am a skeptic on this because it does not have the woge seal of approval. It's not a woge bomb. It's from somebody else. But it is absolutely low-hanging fruit. And there's no other way to say it. I mean, it's, it's, it's low-hanging fruit. And I love low-hanging fruit. That's the best tasting fruit. It's the easiest to get. It's wonderful. Right? It's absolutely wonderful. Now, be careful, though, because that low-hanging fruit can also be the forbidden fruit. If you go eat that fruit too much, man, it's gonna, you're going to have a lot of problems. You're going to have some, some problems with your, your insides. It'd, it'd be bad for you. But you can pretty much, here's my theory on this. It's kind of like every nickname in sports is offensive. Uh, there's, you know, some of these uh, just dopes are running around. So, uh, oh, if one person's offended, they've got to change the name. By that standard, there should be no names of anything. Because I can find someone, if I look high and low, that is offended about everything. But using that same Ben logic. I can play that game with LeBron James. If I wanted to, and I've done this kind of stuff before. I ran a website in another life before I went full-time all-in in radio. But if you want to come up with a creative backstory, it's all about the story. You can sell LeBron going anywhere. I mean, if I wanted to, I could make up some BS story about how LeBron James has a great love for Canada. He's always loved going to Toronto. It's one of his favorite cities in the NBA to visit. He loves the the life, uh, the energy in the city of Toronto. Uh, he likes the Canadian health care. Uh, the politics in Canada are more in line with LeBron's political beliefs. He loved, when he was a kid growing up in Ohio, his favorite dinosaur was T-Rex. Uh, and he, he knows the mascot there is T-Rex for the Raptors, so he really wants to play for the Raptors. He'd like to end his career. Plus, he wants to you know, spread his brand in Canada. You know, if you package any of this crap right, I could, see. That would be a fun thing. The six degrees of LeBron James. That would be a fun website to put together. It would be like it would be a pop-up website. Remember, there was the the Jeremy Lin nickname generator. That's old school, right? Lin sanity, and then you could type your name in or whatever type in words, and it would come up with these different nicknames. I could do the LeBron James trade generator. I could come up with a backstory. I should be in marketing. I could come up with a back Sacramento, right? Look here is the. Now, you'd probably say, there's no way you could connect LeBron to Sacramento. How about this? LeBron lives in California, Southern California. He wants to get into politics, right? Sacramento is the state capital of California. And of all the states, who is more likely to elect a a public figure who happens to be a celebrity? California, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor. Ronald Reagan back in the day. So LeBron wants to get into politics, so he wants to learn about politics. He wants to live in Sacramento. I right, wants to live in Sacramento. Wants to experience that the city and all that. I mean, you can you can go on and on with this. I'm getting, I'm getting carried away here. All right, so uh, here's the deal. Number two, if LeBron James really wants to go to the Western Conference, if he's hell bent on going to the Western Conference, I would say there are only two possibilities: the Rockets and the Golden State Warriors. That's it. That's the list. Nobody else. Not the Lakers. Not the Clippers. Uh, who uh, both now, after this, uh, this decision this week, both pathetic, disgraceful franchises. They deserve each other. They ought to close up Staples Center until they decide to start to win these franchises. Bad job by them. Uh, the Warriors, you know what they do? They provide a safe landing spot in the West. If LeBron were to go to Golden State, now they'd have to get rid of a couple of their secondary players, their bit players. But if LeBron James were to go to the Warriors, it is paint, paint by numbers. It's basic, right? It's just connect the numbers. you got your painting. You're in cruise control. All right? You're going along. You're driving fast, but you're in cruise control. The Warriors would have to do a little bit of, of funniness with the bean counting, but it could work out. It could absolutely work out. Now, the last thing on this, LeBron James is on the back now. He's 33 years old, which in life is not old. 33. When you're 33, you're just like a regular guy. It's not old. But in the sports world, it's old. You're past your prime. Prime ends at 32. He's 33 now. Playing with the Golden State Warriors would be like the equivalent of moving to Florida and playing shuffleboard and checkers in the park <laughs> for the most part. Right? I mean, It's a good way to spend your golden years in the NBA. It's a low-stress, low-pressure situation. You don't have to worry about increased anxiety. There's not too much of that. If anything, the real problem is complacency playing for a team like, like Golden State. And LeBron would be, what, the third option if he were to go there? All right, it's all the speculation game. It is the Ben Maller Show on Fox, on Fox. We'll take your phone calls, 877-99 on Fox, 877 996 We're also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. You can be part of the radio show, Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie. Garcia! Is, uh, right over there. Hanging out. Talk, yep. talk, 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 talk. Now, I, go can, I, I've gone like 30 minutes without ripping Terry Stotts. Can I rip him again?
6: Sure, yeah, sure. Why yeah.
5: not? Yeah, Terry Stotts. People the, are like, who? Well, he's he, apparently he's a coach in the NBA. I yeah. would I would have fired him because on, on the game last night, or depending, I don't know, it's Wednesday night's game, uh, Portland... Destroyed the Chicago Bulls. But C.J. McCollum scored 50 points in the first three quarters and didn't play in the fourth quarter. Boo. Yeah.
6: Yeah, didn't play. Can you imagine how excited our boy Wheels would be if he had gone for 60-plus? Come on. Yeah, it's it's embarrassing is what it is.
5: And the, the old, well, we didn't want him to get hurt. The game was over. That whole BS was being spewed. And this is, to me, the kind of a story where I – I get the guillotine out uh, for my coach. I say, listen, you're a nice man. Uh, people seem to like you.
6: That's great. By the way, this was a home game for Portland. Yes, yes. If people pay a lot of money to be entertained. Let them be entertained. No, no, no. This is the culture of the NBA. Uh, you're, you're
5: unfortunately correct. Soft, delicate, handle-with-care culture. It's disgusting. I hate it. I, I, can't, I, I, don't, I don't approve of it. I don't
6: even watch it, and I hate
5: it. There you go. Good job, buddy. Good piling on, Eddie. Good piling on. If I'm a Blazer, season ticket holder, I call the team up. I say, listen, I only want to pay for three quarters of that game.
6: Get Paul Allen
5: on no, the phone. No, I'm a season ticket holder. I only want to pay for three quarters. You didn't try in the fourth quarter. I, I want to, I want my money back. So give me, a percentage, give me 25% of my money because I paid for the entire game. You didn't give me the good effort for the entire game. You didn't play McCollum. I, I wanted to see McCollum. I want to see him. I don't want to see him sitting on the bench. I want to see him. Anyway, this is ridiculous. All right, so the Ben Maller Show and the – you want to jump down LeBron Highway? You're not going to – you don't touch LeBron Highway. Oh, uh, oh. LeBron Highway? Well, I did, LeBron James. Yeah, he's the smartest man in the NBA. He's got a high basketball IQ. Yeah, well, I've all heard right. him
6: say that before. Yes, right? smartest guy in the room. LeBron F and James. What's going on with LeBron James?
5: Oh, I don't want to get into oh. it.
6: Oh. You know. I'm all right. I'm a football player. Thought,
5: may, thought I, may, I direct, may I direct you to the podcast uh, on iHeart and – the, you know the apps, sure. wherever you want, you know, anywhere you can get good podcasts. You can go it's trash. Yeah, I did. Uh, I did a compelling monologue about LeBron James. You can go and you can check it out. So it's it's wonderful. Oh, we have an update. Also, I, I don't know if this is this has gone around. Tom Brady, man, the big story on Monday. Tom Brady getting into it on the radio over the the guy that called his daughter a piss ant. Yes. Uh, LeBron had a private meeting with the two, or not LeBron, Tom, I got mean LeBron on the mic. I'll be mean like, LeBron's yeah, LeBron, getting on this? Yes, LeBron went to the Super Bowl, and he was worried about the Boston radio that guys, so we met story. with him, yes.
8: Yeah.
5: LeBron sticking <laughs> his nose in his? Now, this? no one else has that story, Eddie, because it's, uh, it's, yeah. a, it's a Ben Mallory show out, Yes. Yes,
1: yeah.
5: all right. <laughs> exactly. Uh, no, no, so, uh, so Tom Brady met yeah. privately with the two radio guys, and they, I read his body language, good body language. Positive body language. It wasn't. There was no arms crossed, eye contact. There was a good smile. It wasn't a forced smile. Were the other two guys kissing his feet? No. No. Okay. But if you know body language, like I know body language, one of the guys, one of the morning guys in Boston, did a shoulder shrug. <laughs> that is the sign of apology. When you do the shoulder, you know what I'm saying, like, like this, like right, like that. It's like, yeah, I'm sorry. We suck. You know, that's that's pretty much what you're doing, right?
6: I can't see you. Danny, would you Danny like G. to translate? Yeah,
5: the, the shoulder shrug.
6: You're like You put your
5: arms out. You're like this. You're like, ah. Looked like you were trying to scratch your back against your chair. <laughs> no, look, like this. There you go. You turn your head. You're like, I don't know. Eh, you know. I don't know what to tell you. The guy screwed up. know. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, don't know how, I don't know the results of that. But I'm assuming, uh, based on the reading of the body language, yeah. I'm never wrong on this. No, not that, at all. That uh, it's all good. Peace has been made. Tom Brady will be back on that radio show that he gets paid like a zillion you know, dollars to do. So all is right in the world. All is good. All Thank this, God. Yes. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. We got uh, development. We had this, this big argument at Radio Row. A couple of Houston radio guys, Houston morning guys, they were almost coming to blows. It was the story of the radio uh, week, uh, just the whole Super Bowl week. This is like the new development. Chris in Houston's got more on this big story. Chris.
8: What's going on, Ben? You tell Check me. You now, tell me. What'd you Now, what'd you got? I don't know if you guys know Josh in it, okay? Uh,
5: I, don't, a, I know him a little. He worked in Philly with Tony Bruno uh,
8: years ago, yeah. Yeah, he got ran out of Philly, too. So Uh-oh. when he came down to Houston, he started on six ten on on, uh, you know, the flagship of the Texans. Well, some way or another, he got his credentials pulled from the Texans for doing some dumb stuff because he's always doing dumb stuff, and ended up on 790, was the, the flagship of the Rockets and the Astros. Yeah. So the guy thought he was big stuff because when the Astros won the championship, he had real high ratings, you know. Because I mean, that's what happens when teams get in the playoffs; your ratings on a oh. spike, you know.
5: Not always. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
8: So he's had a grudge with 610 ever since he got fired from there. And so he likes to, he likes to pick at Seth at what is it Seth uh Seth Payne that's his name Seth yeah, Payne former yeah.
5: NFL guy yeah 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 well I like yeah. it I like so, it. it's not bad to have a grudge
8: grudges are good so he sent Jim Mudd, his his uh, his co-host over to sit next to 6'10 and basically I mean troll him. And he was on the phone with Jim Mudd at the same time while Jim Mudd was sitting next to sixteen next to uh, 16 while he was on the radio. Oh,
5: we don't need all the nuance. But so they so they were doing a bit, they were goofing on the other station, which is good radio. It's why the bad bad blood and all that I like that. I like the nastiness of it. What's wrong with that?
8: It's Seth Payne, Payne didn't didn't appreciate it. So Seth Payne <laughs> went off went off on him. <laughs> yeah. It was and I mean, I don't like the guy really too much because yeah. he doesn't have the pulse of Houston. He sounds yeah. more like a national than than a local, yeah. you know, because you know when you're local, you want to be more in the city. Well, of but the Rockets so. don't even respect I, I, I understand. it. Well, I don't, know about I that, could, but yeah, All right, I but, could,
5: but I, I, there was so there's mutual hostility. Is what you're telling? You're painting a picture of They, they neither one of them like each other.
8: So. Well, Stephane actually actually you know has been nice to him, but he's just been poking the bear. Like he likes to call them and yeah. prank call them and see what they're doing. Like yeah. like but come you, on, man, just.
5: You think we should do that? We should, uh, like, attack the other overnight shows. That would be a good bit, right? We just, like, are, are there other overnight shows? Not any good ones, I mean, but we could attack George, them anyway. George? Well, George is good. Oh, well, yeah, no, not George. George, is, uh, he works for the company. But, uh, you know, some of the other ones. No one's listening to them. I think the four-letter, well, la- doesn't the four-letter just play a loop overnight? Yes. At, like, in
6: one hour? I believe
5: so, yeah. Boy, I- well, if we lose to a loop, Eddie, we are really in trouble. We agree. can't beat a loop. <laughs> I mean, man.
8: Man, I'm Well, a- he got his credentials yeah. pulled for acting a butt at the at the Super Bowl. Yeah,
5: I got to find out if he's going to do a show, where he's he's doing a show. Thank you, Chris. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weeknights at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. That it is, yeah. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. And we bring in... The man, the myth, the legend. I get more emails about Loop here, the master of someone's ways. Very curious about the podcast. I don't understand. What about the up? podcast? What? What's that? What about the podcast? Well, some people are complaining, well, the uh, the best of goes up right away, but the other one doesn't go up. I don't know. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the best, up, best of always goes up first. Why is that?
9: It's how I do it.
5: No, you should put the other one up first.
9: You know. Change it up a little bit. Eh, it's, no. No. No? All right. No, because so, then I got to undo, I got to edit out the commercials, and then if oh, I'm going to make commercials the commercials best...
5: in. Let the people hear the commercials. Oh, no. Podcast numbers will go up if they hear the They would the never complain about that. <laughs> no, they <one laughs> will. I tune in for the commercials. Yeah. You don't edit out when I do a sleep number live read. You don't edit that out. These Geico
9: commercials well, they, are in there. they, they pay, uh, you know, they, oh, they pay, pay extra. Money. All right, yeah. all right. That's how
7: you get your $2.7 million contract.
5: Right? <laughs> That's correct. I got all my right. helicopter. I got my my jet plane to get from Boston and L.A. Absolutely. We're, on, we're yes. on time, Maller. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go ahead. All right. Uh, so John
9: Wall, former favorite of mine, <laughs> is going to be out for up to six weeks. Ben. Yeah. The Wizards are. They're currently in the the thick of the Eastern Conference playoff race. They're within a few games of uh, the number three spot. Ben, do you think that the Wizards fall out of the playoff hunt without him?
5: First of all, how are you handling this news, Kupala? Have you had a crush, a little bromance with John Wall? Are you okay? That's what I want to know. Are you going to be okay with this?
9: Yeah, you know what? He's uh, Other other players have... He's a past love. You've moved yeah, on now. Yeah.
5: All right. Other fish the love the faded. Yeah. it yeah, happens. It was more of a lust situation. All right. I, here's the way I will answer this. You, you've got the short term and the long term. All right. A, Washington... They certainly have enough talent on their roster that they can tread water and, and they can have with a makeshift lineup, for the short term, they'll be okay. The Wizards, even without John Wall, are one of the top eight teams in the East. I realize it's competitive. I get that. But they're they're a middle-of-the-pack team in the Eastern Conference, and there's enough time when Wall comes back, if he misses the six weeks, that Washington can, can hang around. And B, the clear issue here is the fact that John Wall has a a problem, and it's a kryptonite, and it happens to be his knees. His knees are made out of glass, and this is becoming a chronic issue. Washington is on the hook for a whole lot of money. $170 million, I believe, is the extension that John Wall signed. He's under contract till 2023. Good for him. It's a wonderful thing to get that kind of money, but you also have to live up to your end of the agreement, and with John Wall having all kinds of knee issues... Both knees have been worked on. He's had problems with his knees being drained with fluid this year. It's a big mess. So short-term, the Wizards can make the playoffs. Long-term, though, how effective is John Wall going to be when he's limping around, hobbling on the court in a couple of years? Next! Jalen Brown and
9: Ben Simmons expressed their displeasure that with John Wall going down, neither of them were picked as his all-star replacement. Rather, it was Andre Drummond that got chosen as the sub.
5: Drummond deserves it over these guys, right, Ben? Uh yes, I would agree with. That. I mean, this is a case of sour grapes here. I don't, I don't get it because, and I'll tell you why. Number one, this is this all star debate of all the sports. I guess football is a little worse, but th- but this is pretty bad. I mean, the all star debate is a it's a stat based argument. Andre Drummond is averaging a double double for the Detroit Pistons. He's got 15 rebounds a game, about 15 points a game this season. Yeah, I get the Pistons haven't been very good. But he's, he wins the stats battle. And number two, team success does not matter, right? It, it doesn't matter. This is a Fugazi situation when you look at the LeBron, Team LeVon versus Team Curry in the All-Star game. And this is pretend outrage. Jalen Brown and Ben Simmons, these guys, they want to go to L.A., they want to hang out, get the honor of being on the All-Star team and party. But who the hell wants to play in the All Star game? Nobody wants to play in the All Star game. It's it's not a big a deal. Next, now a report says that the Patriots plan to let Tom
9: Brady decide when it's time to hang him up. Yes, exactly. Ben, do you think that Brady is someone who will quit when it's time, or do you think he'll cripple the Patriots for a couple of years?
5: Yeah, well, it's it's an open ended question. I, I would the smart money I would put on Brady not sticking it to the Patriots that. He will for a year, and they're gonna. There's gonna be a, a transition period when Brady loses it, and then they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to figure that out in New England. But the first thing here, Tom Brady, he already has his post-playing career plan set up. He is going to become the Tony Robbins of fitness. That whole TB12 thing that he's got with Alex Guerrero, it's going to be much easier for Tom Brady to slide into that career as long as he's not performing like a second-rate quarterback in the NFL, that would be a problem. And then the other thing is when Tom Brady falls off the cliff, and it's going to happen. It might not happen for a couple more years, but it's going to happen. I don't see Brady hanging around when he sucks. Right? When you are bad and you're in your 40s, you retire. If you're bad and in your 20s or your 30s, you say, well, I just need a change of scenery, I'll bounce back. The big conundrum for the Patriots, is they have to find the new heir to the throne, Jimmy G, the, the backup plan, Jimmy Garoppolo, is not walking back through that door anytime soon. So the Patriots, it's, it's a must that they get somebody in the draft. You would think common sense would say they'd have to draft their young quarterback, but no, I don't think Brady will hang around uh, more than an extra season when he can't play anymore. All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Benny passes edition. That's a winner! <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at
7: foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app.
5: It's now time for... Time,
7: time for... Well, hurry, hurry, I can hardly wait. Ask Ben. Twitter.
5: Send us your questions on Twitter now. Yeah, well, I can I can tell you right now, Coop, a lot of positive feedback from the Maller Militia for my garlic therapy. People seem to be very happy that I'm going gar- down garlic highway. Zach says, I'm the holistic healer. Tequila man, good move, stepping up the garlic game. Just Josh. He is smiling. He says, fly, flu, fly. The proactive garlic treatment. Yeah, I want to point out, you got to do it on an empty stomach. That's the key part. Empty stomach. Just fill your stomach with garlic. All Stop right. this future atrocity. So far, I have, I'm winning. I am winning. Kubaloo, what do you got? All right, Ben, we're going to start with a question for you. These are actual questions from actual listeners like yourself.
9: Yes, uh, sometimes it, it just blows my mind how many people want to ask you questions about Costco.
5: But All right, I love Costco. I go to Costco twice a week. I never miss Costco. And, oh, 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 what are they going to ask? I got a Costco update. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, my God. I forgot. I'm glad you brought this up. Okay. Ariel
9: on uh, Facebook, he says, Ben, you always hype up Kirkland brand. Yeah. Everything.
5: That's correct. What is one thing that they do bad? I have yet to find it. Or I have yet to paper. find it toilet paper good call eddie yeah yeah I, yeah I don't have a high i don't buy the kirkland brand toilet paper but i know a lot of gas stations that use the kirkland brand <laughs>
6: <laughs> <laughs> you, it's like it's like use in case of yeah. emergency
5: only. All right, hold on a sec. major announcement major announcement today right thursday before the super bowl oh yeah greatest de- the next couple of days all the samples Philly. Oh, good call! Oh, man. You got to yes. go to Costco yes.
6: today. Why? What's going on?
5: It's I'm... the it's the holy land of the holy grail of the the sample the, all the terrible food that'll For kill you. Super Bowl you. parties, Eddie. Cheese steak, pizza, tacos, chips, everything. Oh my God! It's going to be a it's oh, be my like God. Hell I'm, to get in there. Though. I'm I mean... going to Costco today, and I'm going to graze the samples. I'm telling Eddie. This is a family tradition in the Maller household. Is that okay. right? Yes. We don't have a lot. We believe in. We believe in this. This All is right. your Disneyland trip. Oh, I'm excited. All right, next.
9: Now, see, this is a this is All a right, question. I'm wondering if, if you're if you're able to answer. Well, don't position it like that. Well, I mean, you know, it doesn't. We'll I'll, see. I'll give All it right. a shot. So, uh, BJ on Facebook. Hi, BJ. Uh, ben. <laughs> uh, it, says, it says Ben. You're the only. B-list celebrity that I need to pitch me products from your Geico studio.
5: Yeah, which is your favorite product that you pitch? Well, I love them all. I, I of course, I, I have my sleep number bed at home, which I, I love so much. I have Geico insurance. I read that Geico commercial all the time. Uh, Geico Solid. I've used True Car. Thank you. Another Geico right there. When I need, uh, that's right. Uh, I've used True Car. Uh, the razor I use—they're no longer a sponsor, but I use—I still use the razor that I got uh, a couple years ago i don't I don't endorse crap I don't no we have all all the products are wonderful but i, I would say the of the top I would say the bed because i you know there every night But well, back day. in the
7: day body solutions
5: was the worst one <laughs> that you hawked right uh, no comment
9: all right uh <laughs> next all right this is a question for everybody and uh it's about Costco yeah, <laughs> so, the Costco theme here yes uh this guy uh, Andy on Facebook, he says that this spring a Costco is opening up across the street from my work. Should I join? And then he says, "Well, obviously you should join, Andy." Yeah. But he says, "What are the first two things that you recommend me buying once I'm a member?" Yeah. A hot dog, slice of pizza, the traditional Costco lunch. But you don't even have to be a member for that. No, man. some places you do. Oh, that's
0: some true. Some places you it's do. A, if they, if if inside, they have, it.
5: yeah. If it's yeah. An, if it's, it's an innie and not an Audi, you gotta have a membership. <laughs> no, to- <now>, I don't. <laughs>
7: I don't have a Costco (laughs) card either, but Uh I heard you can get in there to buy alcohol. Yes. Is that true? Correct.
5: That is part of the legend of Costco. So you just tell
7: security at the door, I'm going in to buy booze? Yeah.
5: But the problem, I know you're saying, well, I can just buy anything, but when you go to check out, if you don't have membership, you can buy booze, but if you don't have membership, you can't buy anything else. Okay. All right. So you can go walk around. Like you want to go look at samples, you could do that. I don't think I'm supposed to say that. And please- Respect the return policy at Costco. You're ruining it. They're gonna, I'm worried they're going to change their universal return policy. People trying to return Christmas trees <laughs> and half-eaten pizza. <laughs> you rat bastards. You, I mean, you Eagle fans, knock that off. How dare you? All right, next. Oh, that was for everybody. Oh, forever. Go ahead there. What should this guy get at Costco? First, I say, first two things. I say day. slice of pizza, hot dog, traditional lunch.
6: Wow, I I I don't know it's anything in hard, bulk. Eddie? Anything in bulk? I mean, oh, a drum uh, of mayonnaise. Or yeah, something like absolutely. That. Anything okay. in bulk? The whole now, store
7: is in bulk. Well, then you can't go wrong with any of it. <laughs> now, I have had a Costco card before, and one thing I used to love to have in the kitchen that big thing of red vines. That's
5: pretty good. Yeah, yeah. the tub of red vines yep. they got there. A koober loop likes those little orange uh, or, or lemon uh, lemon cakes. He oh yeah, those are yeah. good. Uh, this uh, this is.
9: I thought about this answer for a little bit. Good. All right. The first thing that you need to get is one of their rotisserie chickens. It's like the best deal anywhere.
5: Everyone talks
9: about the rotisserie chicken. It's fantastic. It. It's, yeah. a, it's a good size rotisserie chicken. It's like five bucks. Yes, you you can't meal. beat it. And yeah. then the the second thing, movie tickets. Movie tickets yeah. from Costco are just so much cheaper than anywhere else.
5: I, get my, I didn't know that. My gym membership yep. I get through Costco also. I save money on that. Uh, what else do I get? I, pretty much everything. You can get t- you can get restaurant deals. They'll give you like a hundred dollars worth of food for like eighty bucks in some restaurants, local restaurants. So yeah, I
7: feel like Ask Ben is being presented by Costco. You know, What's going ben, on? Yeah. <laughs> no,
9: I'm a commercial here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, <laughs> They got to pay for advertising. Yeah. All right, uh, next next question here. Uh, if, Let's break down Walmart. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, this is from Ernie on Twitter. When I was younger, I used to collect baseball cards and coins, and I was wondering if any of you had or have been into collecting anything.
5: Yes, uh, I collected baseball cards. I have a ton of baseball cards. I was convinced I was going to get rich on baseball cards thanks to the Billy Ripken FF card and the reverse negative Dale Murphy and the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. Turns out I'm not rich. I'm doing overnight radio when everyone's sleeping, and... Uh, I think the most valuable card I had collecting was like a Michael Jordan second-year card, which
6: I didn't even care about at the time. Eddie? I still have boxes and boxes yeah. of football and baseball cards in my closet. I've toyed around with bringing like one of them in and for the, uh, the Insta Trivia, just like pulling out a random card yeah. and reading what, whoever, whoever oh, it comes Please, do it make my life easier. Please. I'm all for that. If anybody wants to send in an Insta Trivia or a
5: Who Am I game, uh, we are open for business. Do that. Yes.
7: Yeah, plastic sheets and plastic sheets. Mm-hmm. As a kid, of football, baseball, and basketball cards, and of course, I collected vinyl and CDs and tapes, uh, music growing up. Just tons and tons yeah. of crates of music.
5: Now, of course, outdated technology. Yeah, recorded not, yeah.
7: into my computer
9: now. Yeah.
5: All right, what about you, Kubuluk? I had a, a lot of different collections. Uh, my my
9: first collection I had an Elvis yeah. memorabilia collection any when cool, I was is, like, any, any Care Bear yeah. stuff? Did you have the Care
5: Bears? Care Bear? No, no, no. Care Bear.
9: Uh, but I did collect Beanie Babies. Cabbage
5: Patch? Uh, no, no cabbage. Patch. Uh, My and, pretty pony,
9: and also Pokemon cards.
5: <laughs> Pokemon. Uh, what about those garbage Pail
6: cards? Yeah. What are those? Uh, what? I remember those. Yeah, yeah. That's before. That was when we were through. kids. Garbage Pail? Yeah, yeah, oh, those yeah. Are solid. that's a veteran the move. Spoof man. Of Google the spoof uh, yeah, yeah. of that's the. Yeah, that's classic. Uh, man. Cabbage Patch.
5: Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and, oh, we don't yeah. have time. Uh, I'm sorry. Cool. Right. We'll save it for next time. All right.
1: Or just eat it. What either way? But you know, it's all good. Yes. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. Host